Hey, welcome back to e-commerce marketing school. I'm your host, Tony DiBernardo from Privy. And today we're going to lean into something that's a bit of a treasure trove for online business owners, one that they may have never looked at. And that is using your customers purchase data over the holidays to keep sales coming in during the first half of the year. Today, we welcome Steve Lunt, Senior Manager of Customer Success at Privy, who works with e-commerce business owners every day in this exact area. So let's dive in. You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy. And a big thank you to the sponsor of our show, Suna. And now a quick shout out to a giant pain in the butt for e-com stores everywhere. Getting the right photos and videos to sell your products. Here's the truth. Not a single transaction happens on the internet that doesn't involve a visual. If you're in e-commerce, you need professional photos. That's Suna. They're the virtual content studio. Join over 10,000 merchants who get high quality creative by simply shipping their product, joining their shoot online, and paying for the photos they need as they go. Oh, and these photos, they're only $39 each. Your pain point is about to be your secret weapon. Get started today at suna.co slash privy. That's S-O-O-N-A dot co slash privy. And the link is in the show notes. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Hey, Tony. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. How you doing? Good. I'm doing really, really well. Um, I'm actually, I'm really excited to have you because this is a first for us. So, we, you know, for those of you that don't know, you're listening to e-commerce marketing school. This is sponsored by Privy. So I work at Privy. I love Privy. And normally the guests that we bring on are experts in the space. They're either e-commerce stores themselves, or they're either coaches or experts that help e-commerce stores grow. But this is the first time we actually get to hear from somebody from our customer success department. For those of you who don't know, it's a very proactive, very engaging version of customer support. So if, if customer support is like the reactive side of support when you have an issue, customer success is like the proactive side. So they're going to reach out. They're going to make sure you're all set up. Anyway, Steve is a senior manager on this team at Privy. He's talking to customers, Privy customers every day. And Privy customers are e-commerce store owners. Many of the people who listen to this podcast use Privy. Um, we're not here to talk about Privy. That's not what we're talking about. But we're here to talk about the insights that Steve has gained working with hundreds of store owners at this time of year. And the insights he has are just, they're kind of unparalleled. They're very unique. He's going to share a lot of really cool stuff with us. So what I want to focus on today, Steve, is the fact that we just had this huge spending season, this huge holiday season, whether it was Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, oh gosh, there's more, Boxing Day, you know, Giving Tuesday, Christmas, Hanukkah, all of these holidays that are gift giving, people probably experience their highest volume in sales, right? I mean, that's pretty accurate, right? Yeah, that's definitely accurate. I think the reality is a lot of store owners and business owners just received a whole bunch of new information and data that is just allows for a lot of different strategies to happen. Buying season and holiday season is massively important, but yeah, you get a lot of new information to prepare for the first half of your next year too. That's a, a good point. You were saying that sentence and I thought you were going to say business owners got like a, a huge amount of sales or money. And it, that's how people like categorize success in these areas, which it is, right? You sell a lot, that's a successful year. But I know that you know there's a whole nother area of things that you gained from this selling period, and that's data. So 
basically, why don't you just dive on into it? What kind of data, what did store owners gain that many of them have maybe never looked at that they should be focusing on in the new year? Yeah, definitely. And also, we never want to overlook, uh, hopefully business owners did have a lot of sales and hopefully you do have a lot of revenue and things like that. But yeah, as we look into kind of the next game, you know, once this one ends and you move into your new year, which is a really important time of the year, there's probably a lot of momentum. There's a lot of changes maybe that you're thinking about in all of the data that you've just potentially gotten, discovered, or starting to sift through and analyze the holiday season, the different kinds of purchase data and how you choose to slice and dice it is just a very unique time of the year to dive through a a whole bunch of information. So you'll be able to take a look at things like, what was your average order value during the holiday season? That's a metric that a lot of business owners are very interested in. You'll be able to see the number of products that maybe were purchased per order. It's always nice to know that number and or the combinations of products. If you have a lot of products that go hand in hand with one another, maybe there's some sort of correlation or theme that is kind of new. Maybe it's a result of the offer or discount or some sort of promotion that you ran during the holiday season. I think that is also a lens to look at through. There are a lot of just kind of promotions and in different ways that you might be communicating about your business through the holiday season. That is important context to keep in mind as you're going through all of this data. But nonetheless, taking a look at what was purchased in the combination, even for as you're thinking about your business moving forward, The cohort that is created this time of the year is a particularly interesting one that we'll kind of get into a little bit more, but in terms of how you re-engage with them, the next emails you're going to send to this crew that, that purchased over the holidays, just some of the interesting things that all of a sudden will lead to a lot of actionable strategies if you would like them to. Yeah, that's interesting too, this cohort you mentioned, because this it's not all customers. Uh, Well, it's not all your ideal customer. It might be the wife of customers or the husband of customers, or you you have all these different categories that you're now going to be looking at. Like, was this a gift? Was this not a gift? It's not the main thing, but you really got to dissect it. Okay. So you've got things like average order value. Before we dive into like, I want to ask you where I can find some of this stuff and specifically what to do with it. I guess my question is why is things like average order value and number of products per purchase and what else you said, like combinations of products. Why is that valuable? Like, how can that help us? All of the information, like average order value, understanding what a checkout looked like helps a business owner and and a marketer in a lot of ways figure out, you know, a pretty common one is what discount do I offer? How do I establish what is a VIP? When you start looking at some of these things that are really about audience segmentation and you're really starting to think about, hey, kind of the end goal and the way that that we like to talk about it or think about it is anytime you get to make an outreach or communicate with a group of consumers that have something in common, all of a sudden there's common ground and you know what it is, it can really inform your creative. So the imagery you might want to use, the copywriting you might want to use, but it also might affect the message that you write, the copywriting uh, from a discount perspective, from an incentive perspective, from a promotional perspective. So when you're thinking about the value of each of those different metrics, there's just a number of ways that you can start to slice it. But I guess the maybe the point is you get to look at it through whatever lens you want to look at it through. And anytime that you can have a common denominator, your creative's typically a little bit more effective. In terms of finding the information, you know, the Shopify ecosystem is, is an amazing place in terms of looking at 
kind of the purchase data that might have happened. So that's where I would certainly start. And then depending on your ESP, like for instance, within Privy, you can get a lot of that information. You can see the email addresses that completed purchases. You can take a look at, you know, the ability to segment by users based off of purchase date you know, when the last time they purchased was, you know, the last time they purchased this particular product. So all of a sudden the segmentation to reach these audiences can really be created in something like an ESP, like, like Privy or something like that. Okay. Very cool. So I know that looking at data, I don't mean to insult anyone, but I have talked to a lot of business owners where they don't want to look at it. It's kind of scary. Like thinking about data, they almost think of like code, like, I don't want to like get into coding or I don't want to you know, look at all these things. Of course, people that do look at data, they're listening to this and they're like, oh man, data is king. Like you gotta look into it. If you haven't looked into the data of your purchase history and all of the, your customer behavior over the last three months, obviously over the last you know year or whatever, you gotta do it. And it's literally gonna tell you average order value is X, you know, is um, $30 or something. And that's really cool because then you can make actionable decisions to try and raise that average order value you know, little things like that. Okay, so we have these kinds of data that we know what to find. We know where to find it, right? You're gonna find it in Shopify. Shopify has a lot of your data, but then if you wanna talk about more like email opens, email sends, a lot of the more marketing efforts, it's all gonna be in your ESP, like Privy. So now that we know where the data is, I know I touched on this a little bit already, but what can we do? What is the actionable things we can actually do with this data to grow our sales, right? Because we're in January right now and we need to make something happen to make this quarter you know, in the green. How can we use this data to help kind of boost our sales this month? Yeah, spot on. And kind of what you were just saying is a great segue into it. Taking a look at maybe who opened previous emails or even, even better, you know, you're able to see who purchased right within an ESP. You know, we, we can take a look at in Privy and say, hey, I saw this many purchases. Uh, you know, maybe maybe you want to create a newsletter that you're going to send. Maybe it's to your entire audience, but maybe it's with the information that that we were just talking about. Maybe you found out that a particular product sold a ton over the holiday season, or there was some insight that you were able to glean from the holiday season that might inform the creative that you're going to include in your first newsletter blast out to everyone. That is an omnipresent thing. It's always good to have a newsletter going out to your entire audience. But let's say in addition to that, because you can do a whole bunch of things, if you want to stick with the newsletter theme, but you want it to be to a more custom audience, you want to define it a little bit more, you want to narrow it down, you'd be able to jump into your ESP and or Privy, and you'll be able to take a look or create a segment and say, hey, I'd, I'd love to email anyone who purchased this particular product or maybe even a product from this particular collection, which is a great, a great way. Yep, that's a great a great strategy, you know, maybe you just want to email everyone who purchased a men's t-shirt over the holiday season or whatever it might be. It can be anything. All of a sudden you can do that. And the information that you include in that newsletter, you now know you're only communicating with someone that purchased something that looks like this not too long ago. So if you now couple that with the idea where in the Maybe you've done this kind of analysis, but hey, I usually see someone make their second purchase within 45 days. Now you also have a timing to it all. So that's the kind of information that's going to surface or maybe not surface for the first time, but you just got a lot of this kind of information over the holiday season to kind of inform. So as you said, getting ready for Q1, maybe you want to have a great season, uh, a great quarter. The other way to think about it is just kind of 
being responsible to consumers that did purchase from you through Q4 and following up with them was something that actually is best for everyone. Hey, they might be interested in something like this. This is a very relatable thing that they just purchased not long ago. Yeah. So, okay. So if I, let's say I run a, I run a store and I'm selling, I don't know, let's say I'm selling like hiking gear and everyone buys their loved ones, X, Y, Z, maybe people buy them on Black Friday for themselves. And now I have this data where I say, okay, this hiking boot was sold really well with these insoles or these walking sticks or something like the hiking sticks. And, you know, when people purchase them, they typically spend this much on their whole order. And they typically buy these shoes every, I don't know, let's say um, every two years or something like that. That's a little further than most stores want to go. But let's say we've got some, yeah, something like that. So you can use all of that data to say in newsletters, okay, I want to send this newsletter to only the people that purchase this one item. Hey, check out this insole. If it's perfectly with your boot, also check out these hiking boots. We've got, or these hiking sticks. We've got 10 customers saying that you use all three together and they love it. Or, or not that direct, but that, that kind of vibe. And just kind of do that for all your products. Like, hey, if people buy this every two years, then hey, this guy bought it two years ago. Let's reach out to him and tell him things like that. So this data can kind of inform almost, almost every sales newsletter, almost every transactional newsletter. Definitely. And I think it should be um, like you just kind of mentioned in that. And there's a, a great insight in there that when you're looking at the specific products or product types, the amount of time in between purchases can totally vary depending on what's being. I mean, that can be a huge difference. But nonetheless, layering in a strategy or including a strategy that does send these more custom newsletters in addition to your store-wide, your consumer-based-wide newsletters is an excellent strategy because it's not really random. You know, you're communicating with someone who basically informed you and let you know, like, yeah, this is something I'm interested in and I just, I just bought it or I just invested in it, whatever it might be. So yeah, that's a, you're exactly right. Cool. Uh, okay. What are some of the other things you can do with this data? I know that that's, I mean, it's probably not it. Right. And actually to kind of take that last point one step further, maybe if you already have this set up through your holiday season or just omnipresently in your strategy, which I think a lot of businesses do, and it's something that we certainly coach at at Privy, but if you have a win back series set up or you have a purchase follow-up email series already set up, these are kind of the automated emails that go out based off of a certain number of days or a certain product that might've been purchased. A lot of these emails probably just went out or getting ready to go out after the holiday season. Maybe you have a win back set up for people that you don't see. Describe a win back just for people who don't aren't familiar with win back. Yeah, sure. It's the email that automatically will go out to consumers that have made a purchase that haven't made a purchase in X number of days. You get to choose that number of days. So let's say, you know, 60 days. You were hoping to see someone come back within 60 days of their last purchase and they haven't yet. If you know that the purchase date was around the holiday season. If you know it was in this time period, the creative, the way that you communicate to that consumer in that win back, maybe just plays up what might've been going on during holiday season. It could totally just be, hey, they were buying a present, something like that, like everyone does. Or maybe you had some sort of promotion running. Maybe you were offering something during the holiday season that was a little bit like, hey, why don't we harken back to that strategy that we were running? Let's make sure there is remnants of it 
or something that is a little bit of a tether to it in the wind back. Let's try and jog some, you know, pulling some heartstrings or whatever you might want to do. But the reality, I guess the fact of the matter is following up on a consumer that purchased something within a time period where you know what was going on. Got it. Wow. That seems really simple. I mean, it seems, I guess, not simple. Well, let me clarify. It seems like a waste not to utilize this data. Yeah, totally. Somehow. Like you're just, you're just without a paddle without it. It's what it feels like. Yeah. There's a, there's just such an influx that you're able to shift through this time of the year to get ready for, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be January one, you know, it's kind of throughout your next couple months, whatever, however you want to slice and dice your timeline. The point is you're coming on, you now have a whole bunch of information that really is back end heavy. End of the year, you get a lot of it. Cool. Okay. So we've got Black Friday, Cyber Monday, holiday season, all these gifts, all of these purchases. You now have this treasure trove of data in your the back end of whatever you're using, Shopify probably. You've got average order value. You've got number of products per purchase, uh, what items are purchased together. You've got like all these new segments of people that bought new things. You can find it in Shopify. You can find it in your email service provider. And then those can inform advertisements, newsletters, um, you can reach out to customer segments, develop like a VIP list or people that purchase something that they should buy another thing. And then obviously let all of these data inform your winbacks and, and purchase fault. That is brilliant. I think that's a playbook for success in Q1 for sure. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's a lot of good information in there and you're like, yeah, I said it. Of course I think so. And there's also, you know, you get to kind of pick and choose. It's not like it's great the more you can include, but um, it's kind of more just like, like you said, you know, it'd be a shame not to use it in some way, shape or form just to sprinkle into your remarketing efforts. Totally. Well, as we mentioned before, Steve has seen this work really well with a ton, literally hundreds of customers that he's worked with. And I keep saying customers, but it really is store owners, like these these merchants, these e-commerce store owners, um, they happen to be using Privy. So I use the term customers a lot, but he uses this process successfully to help them make a good Q1. So Steve, really, thank you for coming on and outlining this for us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. This was fun. You got it. Yeah, I agree. And I can't wait to have more of the customer success team on to share some of these insights because I don't know, you can't really find this kind of insight anywhere else. Uh, there's not many people that work with this high volume of store owners and get this kind of feedback. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening at home as well, in the car, doing dishes, whatever you're doing uh, to e-commerce marketing school. If you are listening to this and you want to watch it, uh, we do have a full uh, setup here where we're on YouTube. You can find us on the Privy YouTube channel. Just search in Privy or look in the show notes. And if you want to see us in the wild, you can find clips from this episode YouTube as well, but all, in all future episodes on Instagram. That's Ecom Marketing School on Instagram. And if you're on Twitter, you can find me at Tony from the pod. So thank you for listening, everyone. Steve, thanks for coming on and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.